Chief Joe Schweitzer. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Well, I reckon you put your golf clubs away, huh? I did. Like I said, I'm a, a warm weather golfer. Yeah. Can't blame Not a very there. good one, but I'm a warm weather golfer. <laughs> now, do you have chain gang responsibilities for the playoff game? Um, I'm on standby. Okay. So it's not going to be as cold. Not, it's not going to be as cold, uh, which is fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm on standby for that. Okay, good. Well, I want to make sure that everybody's warm. Uh, you know, but they won't care. It's it's a big time playoff Titan game. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and we, and hopefully the the chains move frequently. You know, and and we keep moving and and kind of running every once in a while down the sidelines so it's not that bad yeah looking forward to the game okay chief let's talk about uh, your list today of important information for citizens in the community of monmouth sure what uh what what do you want to hit first how about we start with your patrol your officers will be on patrol tonight for halloween oh yeah definitely halloween uh even though it's cold out um i'm sure it'll be busy out there and uh, the main thing is there's going to be a lot of traffic, a lot of kids walking, and uh, people that are driving cars just pay a little extra attention, uh, you know, to what's going on, uh, especially in some of the streets that are more crowded than others. Um, I think there's some hot spots here in town that, that people go to um, in large groups, and just be careful of, uh, you know, people walking in the street, crossing the street, walking down the sidewalk. Yeah, because it's mainly the concern is it's dark. Yes. Yeah, um, you know, it gets dark early, and uh, um, that'll be the thing. Uh, it'll be dark out and, and a lot of kids moving through the area, so be careful. And with this uh, temperature dip like we're seeing, as well as the word snow has entered the forecast. I know. I know this is not the time people want to think about it, but you do want to remind people about starting to get their vehicles prepared for winter driving. Yeah, um, and you know it's it's the same thing every year. Uh, you're not used to driving in that type of uh, weather conditions, and uh, first of all, you know you gotta you gotta drive a little slower. You gotta be a little more careful uh, until you get used to, to driving on pavement that's that's uh, wet, icy, and and or snowy, and uh, just take your time, um, especially if the road conditions, you know, uh, are bad. Um, things that you can do uh, in case you're traveling and and you need to uh, pack some type of uh, kit, you know, that that uh, can help you out in case you get stranded somewhere temporarily. Um, you know, keep a blanket in your car. Uh, they recommend uh, a gallon or two gallon or two of water uh, in your car. Um, obviously you want to have some jumper cables, uh, have a, uh, uh, a scraper and a brush, you know, to, to clear your windows off, uh, before you drive anywhere. Uh, maybe throw some, uh, snacks in there, uh, in, in case you get stranded somewhere, like I said. Okay. How about a, uh, shovel, kitty litter? I think those were things you mentioned last year. Yes. Um, especially if, if the snow's deep, uh, or, you know, you're in the midst, you're, you're going in somewhere where, where it's been snowing at. Uh, having a small shovel, uh, they have small ones that fit in your trunk, uh, just in case you need to, to try to, to scoop yourself out. Um, kitty litter works really well if you're stuck on the ice. You can throw the kitty litter on the ice uh, under your wheel uh, to get some traction to, to get you out of a, a slick spot. Okay, and uh, boots and some socks wouldn't hurt either. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, dress, Take things that you can dress warm you know, in. Um, if you do get stuck, uh, and you don't want to sit with your car running the whole time. Uh, that's a good way to, to get uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, if you do have your car running, crack the windows, uh, so you can get some ventilation, 
uh, going through your car and uh, just be safe. Should you leave your vehicle? Let's say you do get stranded, you hit a snowbank or something like that, or your vehicle just flat breaks down in no, cold you, weather. You don't want to leave your vehicle. That, that could be, uh, those are other dangers in and of, them, of themselves. Uh, uh, you know, exposing yourself to the elements for a long period of time, uh, getting hit by another vehicle. Um, that one of the main things is keep your cell phone charged. Have a cable in your car to, to charge your cell phone, uh, so that way you don't lose the ability to communicate with somebody. Um, you want to you want to be able to tell people where you're at, what the situation is. You need help. You know that type of thing. So okay, and I know that you're going to touch on it more next month as well. But this is the time of year where you always like to say, drive sober. I know it's holiday season, football mm-hmm. season, party time, mm-hmm. uh, but there's there's a, a place for a designated driver. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, we'll be running extra campaigns uh, during the holidays and and some of the uh, the football uh, main football times, and uh, that means to be extra officers on the on the road, not just us, but. Uh, state and county uh, officers will be out, uh, you know, targeting uh, DUI enforcement. And uh, having a designated driver is definitely the best way to go. Okay. And uh, we also have your monthly report that you were able to present to city council. And uh, Ken Helms did touch on it briefly for us, your communications director Mm -hmm. with the city. But you've got a bit more information that you can share. Yeah. uh, You know, for the month of September... Um, and I'll, I'll read the numbers off, and then I'll read the year-to-date year to, total, year to date total uh, to kind of give a perspective on a, on a larger scale. But uh, we, we made 39 arrests. Uh, we wrote 74 citations. Uh, the police department itself handled 1,180 calls. The dispatch center handled 2,507 calls. Uh, we handled 21 accidents, and the officers worked 43 grand hours. Um, now, on comparison... With the the year to date, uh, especially for the calls, uh, the police department's handled eleven thousand five hundred calls uh, as of September, and the dispatch center uh, has taken in twenty two thousand and ninety four calls. Um, those are those are big call volumes, you know, that our dispatch center and, and the department handles. Um, I don't know if people are you know necessarily aware of that information on a regular basis, but. Um, we, we do handle a lot of calls here in the city, and uh, the dispatcher handles a lot of calls. Obviously, we dispatch for every agency uh, in the county. So That is a, a large number of calls. How do and what were the arrests compared to, as, as we spoke last month, the Safety Act went into effect on September 18th. So what, what kind of summary do you have for us in regard to that? The, the arrests, they, kind of, they ebb and flow. You know, uh, some months are higher than others. Um, compared to, uh, well, compared to last year at this time, uh, we actually made more arrests. Um, I, but the things that are impacted aren't necessarily the making of the arrest. Sure. It's what happens after, uh, the arrest. Um, you know, we're going to start seeing more and more, you know, where we arrest somebody and shortly after they're arrested, uh, they're back out, um, you know, going back to the location they came from, uh, hopefully not the incident they came from, and uh, most people are going to be, you know, released on a notice to appear after we, we arrest them. Uh, so we'll, we'll start seeing more of that. 
Okay. So notice to appear. Uh, and let's talk about that for a, a moment. Mm-hmm. So the arrest is made. Please describe the type of arrest. You have a report there that will tell us what September arrests actually were. I actually didn't put that on this month's oh, report. Oh, shoot. I but, missed it then. Okay. Uh, it varies. I mean, uh, warrant arrests, uh, uh, we arrest you know, a lot of people for crimes against persons. That would be your batteries, uh, your thefts, your burglaries. Uh, crimes against property, the criminal damages, the criminal trespasses. Um, so, you know, and there's a lot of traffic offenses that are arrestable offenses uh, that are counted in there. Um, and all of those will be affected by, you know, the no cash bail uh, system that that's currently in place. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, to make the arrest when arrests are, are warranted. Um, like I said, the, the biggest thing you're going to see is on the back end of it, um, an offense that normally we would have taken somebody to jail for, and they would have had to bond themselves out of jail. They'll just be really released for a not- with a notice to appear now. Um, and I, I think what that's going to cause and, and what we're seeing um, in a lot of the, the bigger areas, obviously, I've spoke on this before, uh, you see, you see it in the bigger metropolitan areas, and then it slowly, you know, works its way uh, to our area, and uh, we'll probably see a lot more recidivism, and you know, um, going to jail for somebody uh, was a deterrent. Now, going to jail isn't the cure-all or fix-all for every situation. Okay, um, but when we arrested somebody, we would take him to jail. They'd have to bond out or see a judge. And at this point now with the no-cash bail system, um, there, there are offenses that are listed uh, that we, we uh, don't jail somebody for now. Uh, there's a few that we do jail somebody for, and that's where the state's attorney and the judges come into play. They've got guidelines they've got to follow as far as that goes. But um, we'll, we'll start seeing a lot more where we arrest somebody, and shortly after the arrest, they'll, they'll be back out you know, on the street doing their thing. And uh, hopefully it doesn't spark up them going and recommitting that act, you know, but I I think that's what we're going to start seeing. If they do commit another act, Mm -hmm. can they be kept? Would that still be up to the state's attorney and the judge? That's, again, where the state's attorney and and the judges come into play. And you're meeting with, uh, you already had some training with Tom Siegel as well as Jeremy Carlin. We did, yes. Both of mm-hmm. the, the state's yeah. attorney for Warren and Knox counties. And on for the most part, it's it's up to the state's attorney to develop the the pr- protocols, you know, that that we go through, and and we do have uh, a protocol in place for various different offenses and, and how we handle them. So okay, well, I wish you guys um, the best as you continue to maneuver through. Uh, some of the changes that with the no cash bail and um, let's talk about the increase at least it seemed like an increase maybe it's not uh, but the burglaries the thefts of people's vehicles it seemed like in the last two weeks it was rampant mm-hmm. I don't know someone who didn't have somebody go through their neighborhood it, you know and, and we've talked about this quite frequently um, there there are people out there that that's what they do they they sleep in the daytime and they go out at night. They're looking for the easy target. Uh, they unlock cars, unlock garage doors, and uh, they're going in and, and taking you know what whatever they can get their hands on. It it's it's a, a problem that we've always had, and um, it 
the car owner, the homeowner, uh, it, it's really important that you lock your car doors, especially if you park your car on the street. Um, it's really important to not leave anything of value inside your car. Uh, that may look attractive to them um, if they, they are walking down the street and they see it in there. Um, so keep, keep that in mind, you know. Uh, don't keep your computers, uh, your cell phones, uh, you know, higher-end higher things that, that uh, would look... Um, uh, like easy money? Easy money for somebody, yeah. And uh, keep that stuff inside. Don't keep it in your car and keep them locked. Okay. And uh, are those... I mean, the burglaries, we've been talking about those for several years, a mm-hmm. uh, good three years. Have they increased here in the last couple of months, or are they just getting to new neighborhoods? And I, I don't think they've increased. Um, I, I think they do uh, go to different areas at different times. Um, you know, when college uh, starts up in the fall is, is a big time, and because uh, there's a lot more vehicles uh, that come in, a, a lot more targets uh, for, for the people to, to seek out. And, uh, but I, I don't necessarily think it's increasing that much. There may be, and it's going to go with, with everything else. It's going to ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's going to be up. Sometimes it's going to be down. Okay. So, uh, we need to make sure that we have things locked up house, garage, sheds. And, and by the way, I just got back from Arkansas. This is nationwide. Mm-hmm. This is a trend. Yeah. Unfortunately, nationwide, not just in Illinois. Yeah. And people, one, somebody walked off, I shouldn't say walked off, drove off in a brand new riding lawnmower yep. that a person had purchased on a Saturday that mm-hmm. night. They took off on it. And yeah. I mean, come on. People are, I, they're, emboldened, they're emboldened to, to do this now. And I, I think a lot of it stems from, uh, you know, uh, they don't feel that that there's any repercussions to doing something like that. And, uh, you know, somebody can commit an offense, uh, they'll get processed, but they know they're not going to spend the night in jail. And, you know, like I said, I, jail's not the cure-all for everything. Okay, there's certain people that, that don't, whatever issue they have isn't going to get corrected in jail. But um, having the ability to... Uh, uh, have somebody go to jail or the opportunity of somebody going to jail was a, de- a deterrent. And, uh, you know, our, obviously our legislature has uh, changed that. And uh, so we're going to start seeing, like I said, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more recidivism. Okay. Anything else you want citizens to be aware of? No, just uh, be careful tonight. There's going to be a lot of kids and families out and uh, they'll probably be bundled up because it's going to be cold out. And uh, so, they, they probably won't uh, be able to see everything or, or move very well. Yep, they'll have their hoods up. Yeah, for sure. So just be careful and, yep. if you're driving down the streets tonight. Uh, there'll be a lot of traffic out because people will be taking their kids trick-or-treating. So. And one place to go is the fire department. One place to go will be the fire department. I'll be out there with a police car and 18 pounds of candy, and uh, you know we'll be giving candy away to the kids that, that come through. Okay, sounds good. Stay safe and uh, appreciate all the work that uh, all of our officers uh, in the in our community do and, and appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Mammoth Police Chief Joe Schweitzer with us on WRA.